0: Hello and welcome to Chatty AF, the Anime Feminist Podcast. Welcome to the fourth and final episode of our watch along of the anime adaptation of Angelic Lair. My name is Caitlin. I'm writer and editor for Anime Feminist, as well as a reviewer for Anime News Network. And my own blog, I Have a Heroin Problem. Today I am once again joined by fellow Anime Fem staffers, DN Mercedes. Hi.
1: <laughs> um, my name's Mercedes, and uh, I am also an editor and soon-to-be-contributing writer for Anime Feminist. Um, I do freelance translation and uh, from for Japanese to English, and I also write on my blog, Backlit Pixels.
2: And I'm Dee. Um, I'm one of the managing editors at Annie Femme. Uh, you can find most of my writings on my blog, The Jose Next Door. I do need to update it. Hey, by the time this goes live, maybe I will have. Uh, <laughs> and you, can, and you can also hang out with me on Twitter at Jose
0: Next Door. Just a quick technical warning. My computer is still broken. It's currently in the shop. Both hard drives are totally busted, (laughs) Um, so I am now using, I am still recording on uh, headphones that are not meant for audio recording. If the audio quality sucks, rest assured, whatever we end up doing next, I will sound better. So look forward to that, folks. (laughs) You can hear my dulcet tones. Let's talk about Angela Claire. let's just jump right in because we've got a lot. To talk about this time, I have
1: a lot of white hot rage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> white hot rage.
1: I, I was I was telling D before we started. Uh, I got very angry and then emotional at some points.
0: <laughs> it was very emotional. So I want to save the the let's save the white hot rage. Okay,
1: I'll, I'll probably my anger.
0: Well, don't 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 feel like you have to temper it, but. I want to save the stronger discussion for the end. Be Well, not for the end, but I want to get through some of the other stuff first, because I know once we get going, we're going to, it's, it's going to be all in until the end of the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so let's do some quick, let's do episode by episode. The first episode we watched this week was about the new angel type, and it was kind of a nothing filler episode. Yeah. It, I it, don't really remember
1: it. I think uh, I think at some point I wrote that I was like, why do we have this this late in the game?
2: I think it was just a way to kind of ease Misaki into learning like because that's when she finds out that Ichan founded Angelic Lair and that he's working behind the scenes and then that episode also allows her and Ojiro to kind of like start to communicate more um so i saw it more as a bridge episode to get us mm-hmm. into the end game mm-hmm. um also hikaru got to do kind of a cool little devil man run at the end which i enjoyed and the pile, pile driver <laughs> finish was fun so <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right oh God,
1: yeah. that's that's really true <laughs> all right mm-hmm. so
0: anything else to add about that episode no 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 nope. all right it was, it was bridge. all right next up beach episode each episode oh boy Uh, (laughs) (laughs) this one i can actually remember the first time i watched it being super annoyed at it
1: yeah like mm -hmm, mm -hmm, because it's
0: like we've got six we've got six episodes and you're starting up all the stuff with kotaro and tamayo here Mm
1: -hmm. what
0: are you doing Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it makes no sense yeah. And honestly, I did not enjoy the stuff with their relationship yeah, at was, all in these episodes.
1: It was unexpected and heterosexual.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the worst kind of heterosexuality.
1: <laughs> I I gotta say, as a first-time watcher of this entire series, screw this beach episode. I did not <sighs> like it. I did, there was one scene that I liked. It's just pure filler. <sighs>
0: It is I, I don't know about that, okay. okay, well, okay, let me see because it is um maybe not pure filler, but it is was really one of the episodes where I felt like they were trying to come up with stuff to sort of stretch things out until the end. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. the stuff with Tamayo and Kotaro is not fun. It's uncomfortable at best. I I didn't like how it was sort of like, well, our relationship is developing and now uh, Kotaro is being like, well, if you want me to see you as a girl, this is how our relationship has to change. Yeah, Which like setting boundaries is okay, but like being like, okay, I'll change how I think of you on these conditions. It was not. And you having to change yourself. Is, is not okay. I didn't
2: read it that way at all, you guys. I, I At what point does Kotaro tell Tamayo she has to not be herself anymore?
0: It, it well, com- he's like, after their whole uncomfortable, sort of awkward times. And Kotaro's like, I don't really see her as a girl. I never thought of her that way. And his friend's like, dude, like, childhood friends of different genders? Really, only stick together for elementary school. It's kind of weird that you're still hanging out with a girl platonically. Oh yeah, I thought that part was trash too. I agree with you about that.
1: I will say the beach, the beach confession, y'all. I kind of teared up. <laughs>
0: teared up. yeah. Like I, felt, my, I, I sympathize I with say, Tom Io.
1: Yeah, when he, when he did say like, oh. You can't do X, Y, Z. Now, the only thing I agree with him is, like, yeah, maybe she shouldn't be doing her karate moves on him Mm -hmm. as part of their relationship. I was kind of like, oh, this is a little bit yucky that he's like, you got to do this to change. Mm -hmm. But I did think, like, actually Tamayo kind of being in her feelings about liking him and being conflicted about how she's perceived. I was like, oh, that's kind of relatable, though.
2: Yeah, I... She has a line about like, oh, you prefer box lunches to martial arts, which I thought was like very telling about her and kind of her insecurities with the fact that she isn't traditionally feminine and the fact that like boys don't see her again quote unquote using their gendered terminology as a girl because of the fact that she is she doesn't have these like traditional feminine skills but i didn't feel like the show like it wasn't like she suddenly started making lunchboxes for him and being girly to me other than the gendered language that kind of is circling around it which to me is very much like early 2000s to me, their relationship felt kind of realistically seventh grade. Like, Tamayo said, I like you, and Kotaro went oh my gosh, she likes me. Well, now I have to start actually thinking about it in those terms. Oh my gosh, now, now she's touching me. Ah, crushes. Um, so think, to me, it felt very realistic, realistically seventh grade in the sense that he's like, if you take out the as a girl and replace it with like seeing you like that, right? Like that would be kind of the terminology mm-hmm. used when I was in middle school. Like, oh, I just never thought of you that way. Um, but now I'm thinking of you that way. And it does, it does kind of change the way your relationship is. And like suddenly you're way more, aware of when the other person is like when physical contact is happening so i thought that was to me that was very middle school in that sense of like oh yeah we've always just like you know hugged and thrown our arms around each other and it was no big deal but now suddenly i'm thinking of you in romantic terms and our relationship is going to change because of that um so i never thought as like Kotaro forcing tamayo to like change to be with him i thought it was just like a hey i'm aware of this now and tamayo clearly was too so and also like good on him for finally being like hey stop putting me in chokeholds all the time not that she actually stops but i
1: i do have to wonder how much of like our viewpoint is influenced by like in 2020 a lot of the really gendered ways that they speak to each other like are just not how we how we speak to each other in 2020 yeah like it is it is quite gender essentialist oh absolutely i won't pretend that like as a, as a middle schooler, I, I think a lot of middle schoolers are quite gender, gender essentialist because you're not aware necessarily, at least in the 2000s, certainly, I wasn't aware mm-hmm. of gender being more than man and woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we all know, you know, that's just not the case. And so it, 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 is, it is a little bit gender essentialist, but I actually kind of thought it was nice that Tamoyo got to still be perceived as a girl, but like she really didn't overall have to change like like you said because I, I she kind of makes me think of and now i've never seen sailor moon so i don't correct me if i'm wrong <laughs> she gives off a sailor jupiter vibe in a way
0: i've never seen sailor moon either so oh, okay. oh i have i have i know okay. i can talk okay. about this okay, um, help me out. yeah
2: you're 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 somewhat right now jupiter was an amazing cook and like had some had feminine like had some like traditionally feminine skills but she was because she was big and tall and did martial arts like she was like when people first met her, they perceived her as being, like, like this, you know, big, tough, kind of masculine character. And that wasn't necessarily who she was. So she did – there were definitely some episodes where she dealt with the fact that, like, she was um, insecure about the fact that she wasn't necessarily, like, traditionally feminine top to bottom. Okay. Um, a lot of the girls in Sailor Moon kind of deal with, like, the fact that they don't perfectly fit the mold of, like, feminine perfection. And it's really well done um but I would say Tamayo and and Mako are a little are are different just in the sense that like to me Tamayo has like really no traditional feminine qualities and that's fine um but like the insecurity of like not fitting you know expected behaviors I think is I think you're right there for sure
1: yeah because it 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 was like as as someone who grew up quite tomboyish it actually Mm -hmm. was really nice to see the tomboy kind of like have a shot at romance? Yeah, yeah, she got the boy. She got the boy. It was, um, I mean, and it it was it was just really actually quite sweet. I, I definitely think, like Caitlin said, there's some there's some mess around it. <laughs> um, oh, for sure, for sure. But like, it was on one hand, I I, I did kind of like tear up because I was just like, oh, it's actually nice that like she gets to do this, and I also I. I think in the manga she confesses too it's just handled differently it's not a beach episode Mm -hmm.
0: in the manga she dates ojiro oh oh, Oh. that's a big deviation (laughs) yeah no in the manga it's misaki and kotaro oh so misaki and kotaro have all their like romantic tension and stuff and then like in the epilogue misaki's like by the way tamayu and ojiro are going out isn't that a surprise? That's
1: a, <laughs> that's a weird pairing. That's a rare pair for sure.
0: Yeah, because uh, they didn't interact, like, hardly at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, wow. I totally, I guess my mind just, like, wiped that. But no, I mean, I... Just thought this was good.
2: Yeah, to me, Tamayo and Kotato, Other than the gen again, again other than the trash mm-hmm. gender language about like seeing you as a girl and like oh, childhood friends can't be opposite genders. Like, obviously, that was bullshit. Yeah. But the individual right. stuff between the two of them, I thought suited suited their characters and the time period of their lives they're in. Do I think they're going to be together forever and ever? Absolutely not. They will break up <laughs> in three months. Um, but it it, fit, it fit seventh graders. You no, know, three months is a long time for junior high school kids. Uh,
1: say, that's, that's like a century in junior yeah. high school time.
2: The the other thing I really liked about that that aspect that sort of subplot of the show is Tamayo kind of has this moment where she starts to get jealous of Misaki and then she goes wait no Misaki didn't do anything wrong she's still my friend yeah this is mm-hmm. and continues to support her and cheer for her during the matches and so I liked the show like made an effort to to kind of fight back against that idea that like you know girls have to be catty rivals who compete who compete for the boys' affections like that that never came up in the story other than Tamayo yeah. having again to me a very real a very understandable moment of like being kind of jealous of her and then going well this is dumb
1: i also really like that because i feel like this show at many points could have very easily settled into a lot of really negative tropes but like at no point the girls in the show are rivals because this is a battle anime but at no point is there any cattiness, is there any like rivalry that's actually hurtful. Like Tomoyo sees that like she's jealous and she instantly pulls back and she's like, Misaki didn't cause this. Yeah. I thought and, that was like, nice. stands by her friend and it's so good. <laughs>
2: Yeah, overall, I think this is this is ultimately a, a nice show about like basically nice people trying to do their best. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think I, the show makes some choices uh, along the way, but yeah, overall, it it is a show that I think is really pushing for like you know understanding and kindness and stuff like that. Can, so. can I
1: just express yeah. my relief that this clamp anime? Gave these kids normal swimsuits because I gotta tell y'all, yeah, I was very worried about like what was gonna happen. And like Hatoko's swimsuit is pink with a pineapple, and like Misaki has a very cute like borscht. I think Tamoyo has like a boy shorts bikini. bikini. I mean, it's
0: bikini style, but it's all very appropriate.
1: Yeah, I for got, their ages absolutely. <laughs> I because I, I I hate one thing I hate is when anime give young children ridiculous swimsuits that like literally no parent would allow a child to wear Mm -hmm. yeah and i was just like i
0: you would be surprised
1: what a parent would allow a child to wear this is true all the rules are off with swimsuits (laughs) that's that's unfortunately true isn't it i was just very happy that like this felt like a very realistic beach episode Mm -hmm. um it was good there was shaved ice there were romantic confessions barbecue on the beach boy uh shuko sure did yeet herself out of this plot line though
0: <laughs> yeah she's got that avoided personality issue so yeah yeah so let's talk about misaki and ojiro
2: i want to punt every misaki romance straight into the sun uh, yeah mm-hmm. no
1: they're
0: they're not good they're not interesting
1: not not one bit ojiro's too
0: old for her is
1: he, he yeah, Ojiro feels like he's a high school student? He's in <laughs> high
2: school. They, they established that he's in high school, at least in the sub. I maybe the dub tried to tap dance around that. Um they established in the sub that he is in high school. So he is he is at minimum three years older than her. Now, is three years a big deal if they were both in high school or in college? Absolutely not. Is three years a big deal when one of them is seventh grade and the other one is tenth?
0: Yeah. Yes. He <laughs> is okay. He is going through puberty. She is barely starting it.
2: Yeah, I mean Misaki. Yeah, like different. I said, it's, a, it's that time period is like a, there's a huge emotional and maturity maturity difference. Um, so he's not even weird. a teenager.
1: She's twelve. She's twelve. <laughs> like, she might be thirteen. Oh, may- maybe I she has. Remember. I mean, I'm pretty sure she's twelve. 12. It's, a, it's yeah. a one year
2: difference, um, if that. So it's not a big deal in that in that sense. But um, yeah, not not to quibble, but I was just trying to think of seventh graders. But yeah, that, yeah that's but not like. Important.
1: And, yeah. and like, do we know how, do we know how old Ojiro is?
2: Again, we know he's in high school. I would guess he's young high school. I would be surprised. Yeah. I'm going to say if I would be that would be my guess too. So like I said, I think they're probably three years apart, which if Misaki were a first year in high school and he was a C and he was a third year, I would be fine with it. I'd be like, yeah, I mean, you guys are going to school together. I mean, he's a little older, but you're basically in the same, like, maturity bracket. So it would be okay. And the other thing, the thing that it it actually didn't click for me that he was in high school until, like, they explicitly called it out. I was kind of enjoying the episode where they went on the accidental date together because I, I felt like it was, I felt like it was kind of because then you had Kotaro and Tamayo kind of having their moment in the elevator at the same time. And I felt like it did a nice job of showing why Misaki maybe never really vied with Kotado, because they just didn't really have that much in common other than being friends who hung out together. Yeah. But, like, she and Ojiro, like, they immediately connect over Angelic Lair. And then they, then they have that really nice conversation about how they both kind of had unconventional family structures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so we're getting into that one. I'm like, oh yeah, no, these two are actually kind of kind of cute together. This is sort of sweet. And then uh, then they ex- then they call out, he's in high school. I'm like, shit. I'm like, okay, maybe <laughs> if I like maybe if I like let my eyes glaze. And it's an anime, so like in the in the in the structure of the fiction, maybe I can maybe I can make it not bother me. But then he's like, oh yeah, and also I have a crush on your mom, and you're basically a replacement for. her. And I'm like, nope, nope, <laughs> it's, so nope. it's so
1: weird. It's so weird. <laughs> so no. uncomfortable when he's like, I fell in love with your mother i screamed <laughs> it was like oh no. oh no oh no it's like
0: it would be nice as like a pseudo like sibling hangout like it reminds me yeah. of like of times where i've like hung out with my brothers um especially like the ones i don't see very much which to mm-hmm. be fair is all of them these days <laughs> yeah uh, cuz we all live in different places um, but like you know, just like having some time to go and chill with my like older brother who is 12 years older than me, you know, and just walking around and doing things together. But then like a date, it's like, no, no, let's not let's please not like it's it's weird and uncomfortable. They had a good and
1: they had a good angel fight, though they did i was i was definitely hoping like the ojiro plot was going to be more like in it in a way it does result well it did seem like it was gonna resolve into misaki being like he's like a big brother to me and then mm-hmm. i i guess <sighs> the, mon- the monkey's paw curled its fingers the moment <laughs> i thought that yeah <laughs>
2: Well, and when he's kind of talking to her about how like he had a crush on Shuko, which I mean, whatever, kids get crushes on adults, like that's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm really okay with that. But then like they have their fight, and he's like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna just start pursuing you now. Let's go on another date." And I'm like, "Oh (sighs) dear, no, this this is creepy. Like you're clearly you're clearly just." And then in in the light of that reveal, it makes his previous comments about how Misaki and her mom are so similar just. Get, it gets weird and gross like' <laughs> he's making like he's better. intentionally trying to make misaki a mini version of her mom so mm-hmm. he maybe has a
0: shot with this one i'm like oh jerome mm-hmm. no this is bad this is real unhealthy dude yeah it's it's not great it's a lot it's there's just a lot of there's a lot of psychology going on there so uh let's move on because the next episode talked we're gonna start really getting into it because the next episode talked about ichan and shuko um, God,
1: i love them so much <laughs>
0: they're really cute i cute. i really didn't like how like in that episode he was just sort of like you know pushing her around and like picking her up and moving her around without really like asking her what she wanted to do yeah yeah that that part that whole thing that was that was not great but like they are very sweet together like they're obviously close. They've been working together for a long time, but also not in, like, a weird power structure sort of way. No, yeah. they've been partners, for sure. Yeah, like, they they are, like, clearly very comfortable together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's kind of... He's a weirdo. She's anxious and avoidant. It's a match made in heaven.
1: I mean, it really <laughs> is. Like... And I, I, I will say it was actually it's been a really lovely seeing how he got to where he is as a character and knowing that like Shuko's kind of a big part of that. He's done a lot of the work he did because he cares about her. Mm -hmm. And that's just really nice. It's just really nice.
2: Yeah, I think the way they kind of inspire each other and kind of push each other a little bit. And, like, I liked when she kind of goes to him for advice about, like, I'm not really sure what to do about Misaki. And mm-hmm. he kind of listens to her. And he doesn't, like, he doesn't get, like, what's the word, like, preachy or anything. But, you know, he kind right. of gives her his opinion. And, yeah, I, I
1: think the two of them have a nice dynamic. I ship it. Yeah. <laughs> now, you, now, you know who I don't ship that this episode, episode... 23 really leaned into Hatoko and Misaki stop it stop it stop it
2: again I want to punch all of Misaki's romances straight into the sun
1: I I have to tell you if you had told me that this final arc leans really heavily into that with the subtext I'd have yeeted myself into the stars (laughs) 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 Misaki like the only thing I want to pair her with is like therapy happiness like, misaki uh, x yeah. happiness misaki x a cup of tea because like the, i don't i don't like her with romance the story works so much better when romance mm-hmm. is removed mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah. this kid fighting with a doll it's excellent yeah. like that yeah. yeah
2: yeah i thought the stuff with her on Kotato was fine early on like i mean it yeah, wasn't that, like that i was, was getting the doki dokies mm-hmm. from it but i was like yeah. oh yeah
0: they, they seem cute together like if they end up dating that will be fine i and i liked the vibe where it was like even if they didn't end up dating it's like two kids at an age where they start to be like a little bit interested in Mm -hmm. romance um they're new they're new people to each other Mm -hmm. since their school goes from kindergarten all the way through high school like kotaro Mm -hmm. probably doesn't meet a lot of new girls right so it is um like it's like oh no a new girl and she's cute yeah maybe we'll be able to, like she's a prospect even <laughs> and even if it didn't didn't lead to anything like that sort of feeling things out felt very genuine i yeah, think did. The, they're,
1: they're very good i think just it really i think a lot of my grievance is gonna always come back to i don't like the subtext of like how hotako is written? Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, no, just, yeah, no. Everything about Hatako is terrible. Hundred thousand year old child <laughs> is just—it's everything about her is just so.
0: She's actually secretly. Um, she's been Suzuka is actually a ghost, and she has possessed Hatuka, Hatuko. <laughs> and to
2: I give told her you life. the angels had spirits. I her told angel.
1: you. Well, yeah i mean, I mean I, you know you joke about the angels having spirits but uh, i'm just gonna say it like i don't know if that i think that's kind of what the anime implied
2: i wasn't really joking i'm I pretty mean,
0: sure the angels have souls the yeah, angel, like, like the angels are, are like proxy selves that was the thesis i sort of started formulating with the tall girl episode yeah and then each in the last episode just Ichan went and just said it yep he yeah. did he just, he just said it. He like, no. I'm just, like, he just stated it. He just stated the thesis of my article. I mean, he, he, <laughs> Sorry. He, he,
1: all, he all... He stopped short of just, like, looking directly at you, the viewer,
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: like, and, like, outright saying that. Um, Angelic Lair, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: yeah, no, like... And I feel like I kind of glazed over all the stuff with Hatoko in these last few episodes. Yeah, because she... She's she not having... done them
1: that much either, really. No, once she, no got... she
0: doesn't do a whole lot.
1: Once she got sick, that was really the biggest thing that happened to her. She gets sick with a mm-hmm. summer cold, and um, she kind of gets put on a bus until, like, <laughs> the last two or three episodes
2: yeah she shows up at the very end and has the weird moment where she kisses misaki on the cheek which why Wait, did
1: i did i just like did i yeah. find out and just forget
2: your your <laughs> brain scrubbed it immediately from your memory because yeah. you couldn't <laughs> Apparently, <so. laughs> yeah i can't remember exactly when that happens. it's like before or after a fight or something it's, it's like she says she tells misaki she's like it's a prize for her making it to the final round, or
1: something oh, like that. Nice. I can't remember exactly when I it happens. Like that yeah. prize, you need to return yeah. that. Where's the gifts receipt? No, no, no. <laughs> I
2: was like, no, please stop, please stop. It's easy to just scrub that. Fr- I'm not easy, but it should just be scrubbed from your memory. Good call.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about Misaki and Shuko. Okay. So. All right. So wait. Before I want. I want to say my piece. Okay, all right. You all start getting into it because I personally really liked it. I had like it was really emotional. I really, really liked how Misaki was like able to admit to herself like how angry she was and how she felt so rejected. And Shuko, like Shuko, thought doing this big gesture of like calling out Misaki's name before the finals was going to be like this exciting thing and misaki was just like shocked and horrified and she felt like her mother had just chosen chosen to ignore her the whole time yeah and then like when they actually do meet up it's awkward Mm -hmm. they just sit there in uncomfortable silence for a while and shuko just made a lot of believable but bad decisions at every stage mm-hmm. of this, so yeah, I I really liked it, and I like that they were able to sort of reconnect over over Angelic Layer, um, because Angelic Layer is something that's really important to both of
1: them. Mercedes, you said you were angry, yeah. yeah so I'm gonna say, let me give a percentage. Ninety percent really loved it. It made mm-hmm. me cry multiple times because it <laughs> it is this very like when Shuko reveals herself the pain in misaki's face the things that she says like i there was a line where she <laughs> in my notes i wrote every time that misaki shattered my heart and so oh. she, there's like a point where she's like she told me she was busy at work i don't understand crushed she says she didn't want to see me heartbreak was <laughs> i a bad girl wrecked like oh my god i mean i mean misaki Misaki reacts in, like, the way that a child who is trying to understand why her mother didn't want her around Mm -hmm. would react. Like, it was was very realistic. It was painful. It was
0: so real Um, because it would be easy to have her do the... Like write her as a miniature adult saying, "Oh, this is what was going on. I understand now."
1: You know the line that got me. What was the line <laughs> that got you? He says, "I've been so lonely all this time. I just mm-hmm. wanted to be with my mother." And I was like, yeah. halfway to the floor. <laughs> yeah, eating. because yeah. It, it, it's so painful. But and it's really well done. The music, the animation, it all really comes together. I mean, even the English dub stepped it up and it because I'm still listening to it in English. And I was like, oh, God, is this is it going to be cheesy? It made me genuinely like cry because she hurts. And she's really Mm -hmm. this grand gesture that her mother thought was a good thing is not. It only reveals that Misaki doesn't understand why she was so uninformed because Mm -hmm. Misaki is even she's confused when she sees her mother in a wheelchair. She doesn't understand. I think she says what happened to her legs. Yeah. And, and it she really, had no idea what was going on. It hits home that like Shuko has not seen her in seven years at yeah. all. Like has not sent mm-hmm. pictures, has not written letters. There's been zero contact. Um, mm-hmm. And I really, like I said, I 90% really liked it. My frustration was less with Shuko and more with like the timing of this because the timing made it to where Shuko kind of got let off a little easy. Yeah. And and I I think part of that was just pacing. This is episode what? This happens in episode 25. 25. <laughs> yeah, episode right before the episode. end. Yeah, and but like I do feel like Misaki got the moment she she was owed of like an explanation of why and and shuko Mm -hmm. you know shuko when she apologizes kind of goes through like you know i tried and i wanted to be a good mother and i wanted to do these things and what it makes you realize is like she is misaki's mother but she's also a human and Mm -hmm. humans make mistakes yeah Um, absolutely you know i'm gonna bump that up to really it's 99 i liked it It's (laughs) it's that one it's that one smidgen of like Oh, she kind of got off a little bit easy, but that's more of just the pacing of the anime. It's better yeah. well, than the manga, for sure. <laughs> well, and
2: I think I think part of it is also just kind of the way they've established Misaki's personality up to this point is that she cuz watching this, I definitely had this thought of like, I feel like a 12-13 year old kid would be way angrier about this after yeah, the fact. Right. And Misaki's really not mad she's devastated and confused and I mean you 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 went over it very well Mercedes Mm -hmm. so I don't I don't need to but she's not she's not really the kind of person who really gets pissed off so like Shuko getting off easy like I do kind of agree with you but at the same time I feel like they've established Misaki's character well enough that I was like I I get it I get why like Misaki is willing is once she kind of is able to sit down and talk to her she's pretty willing to
1: forgive Mm -hmm. her and
2: Try to move right. forward,
1: and yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say like when they're crying in the rain and people are just walking <laughs> by and they don't even care. That was kind of the moment where I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not necessarily satisfied with how this is, but it's much more my perspective than the actual character. Mm-hmm. You're right, Misaki wouldn't. She wouldn't get angry. She was just confused and hurt, mm-hmm. and but like then then they go into the tournament hall, and Misaki's pushing her mother, and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh God, the tenderness oh um,
0: yeah it's yeah. um I have had canoned mm-hmm. that there is more emotional fallout for them to deal with oh I'm after sure this. like yeah. they are going to have a lot of issues to work through and Misaki is going to have to like it's going to take a while for Misaki to not be like can I like talk openly to my mom is she going yeah. to disappear if oh, yeah. I start like if I am like open with my emotions with her Um, well and because she's also she's like she works so hard to be a good girl too like Mm -hmm. that was a a lot of her emotional process is how can i pretend that i am okay
1: yeah because she she goes through that whole sequence where she's like i'm not okay i'm not okay at all like i've been Mm -hmm. pretending that i'm okay but i'm not okay and it it hurt it Mm -hmm. hurt because i mean she isn't she's she's going to have it's a long, hard road mm-hmm. for her to trust her mother like yeah, i I, I get the feeling like, yeah, even if her mother comes to visit at her aunt's house, misaki's gonna be afraid, is this the last time for a while, mm-hmm. yeah yeah well
2: and i think it's sort of telling that you know like the very next thing that happens is the two of them have a fight right i mean you know their 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 dolls get into the ring their angels get into the ring and they kind of are testing each other and feeling each other out and kicking each other a bunch and i think maybe that that is um kind of teasing at the idea that like they are they're still going there's still like a lot of reconnection that needs to happen here oh, yeah. um yeah. sorry can i back up just a little bit because i wanted oh, to talk yeah, yeah. A, about their reunion as well and um what i thought the show did really well there because i was worried building up to it because they were really setting misaki and shuko up as kind of having some shared personality traits
1: mm-hmm. that led
2: them to this moment right like they're, they're both like that scene where they're both trying to write a letter to the other one and then they get rid of it Mm-hmm. And it's played up as like, oh, I don't want to worry or I don't want to bother the other one. But then, as this episode, as these episodes kind of play out, and you and the characters are more kind of are honest with themselves, they both admit like, okay, that was that was at least partly a lie. It's not just that I didn't want to trouble the other person. It's that I was afraid they might hate me, and I didn't know what I would do if that was true. And like both Shuko and Misaki have that moment where it's like, I didn't want to speak up because what if you didn't want to talk to me? Um, and yeah. I thought that, I thought that, I thought that was a very, like, for, on the one hand, it's like a very human way of showing how two people can keep not connecting with each other th- throughout, without either of them having any malice, right? Like, it's just, right. it's just pure anxiety. Um, but throughout that, I kept thinking, okay, but the power dynamics here are not equal. Shuko, as the parent yeah. and the adult, has all the power in this situation. It's not Misaki's fault. Um right. And so I was really worried we were going to build to a scene where they like both apologize to each other for not reaching out sooner or something. So I loved that scene at the cafe because it's, it's all Shuko. It's Shuko going, here's what I thought. And then I realized I was wrong and Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. And I was like, that is so big for this story to recognize that, to recognize those dynamics, because I think I think you see with a lot of fiction, and I think you see this in anime a lot, is mm-hmm. the sense of like, well, no, it's up to, the kid should have done something too. I Misaki does have a moment later where she thinks to herself, like, I should have reached out sooner. I, it's okay if I'm a little selfish, which is a really yeah. good realization for a kid to have, I think but i like that i like that misaki never has to apologize like the show never does that it's it's all shuko shuko's the one who has to who has to Mm -hmm. say i was wrong i'm sorry and she does and i really appreciated that and yeah
1: i would say the shonen genre tends to be actually kind of particularly bad about children having to make up for the lack of their Mm -hmm. parents i'm Mm -hmm. not gonna lie as i was watching that Boruto came to mind and I was (laughs) was like, there's a part in Boruto where like Naruto sends a clone to his child's birthday party because you know that's a great idea and like (laughs) like,
0: yeah well because naruto has become the stereotypical japanese dad who has no time for his family
1: and like and like shuko rather than continuing to hide behind her persona as shu just like owns up to the fact that she did wrong and that she Mm -hmm. really hurt misaki and yeah and i i think you know seeing her run out really sets the tone and the gravity for like you did this thing to your child and like, she's not going to be, she's not okay. Mm-hmm. Um And that, you know, she, I, cause I genuinely do think Shuko actually really shows a person who's trying to do good, but does good in a reckless way. Yeah. That, and, and yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's, you know what, I thought I was a lot angrier. And I think what it is is it's more at just like that little bit of pacing, but it really is a powerful resolution. Um, and it's a shame that that was not how the manga resolved their relationship. Because it's really good. It's mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. The manga, yeah. that resolution, not bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's, it's not good. Yeah.
0: Like, it, it took everything that the manga didn't have. Yeah. Um, a actual reason for Shuko to be absent from Misaki's life. Mm -hmm. Misaki's like actual having like actual human emotions about it
1: yeah instead of being a life-sized angel
0: like (laughs) yeah I mean those are the two big things
1: right yeah
0: out of you know and it took it didn't just like include that it made it so that like that is pretty much the emotional climax of the show oh yeah the final fight I even have
2: my notes I was like this final fight is meaningless (laughs) Um, yeah no we've resolved everything yeah. The
0: final fight is it, it feels like obligatory and it's a big beautiful fight. Mm-hmm. And in, I'm not sure why field. why angels can sprout
1: wings all of a sudden. Well, yeah. they're I'm, angels. I'm not gonna lie. I am not gonna lie. When Hikaru sprouted wings and Misaki was like, Angel wings, I was like, guide us to the future. <laughs> 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 it, uh, it was so yeah. shonen good. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: it was it was. I I loved that moment, and then Hikaru fucking raises the earth. Yeah, um, yeah. and I, I was like, "Hey Misaki, maybe you do have a little bit of anger in
1: you. If your angel yeah. just
2: exploded the entire field that your mom's angel was yeah. on,
1: yeah, because I think I think Misaki actually is like guide me and Hikaru to my mom, and then like wrecks her angel. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh well.
2: Um, Yeah, Yeah. when Hikaru's walking away from that, like the like fiery explosion in the background, all badass. I was like, "Uh oh, (laughs) here come the angels, (laughs) angelic layer two, rise of the machines." (laughs) So, watch out, she's coming for you. Oh my god. You better be a good mom, Shuko, or Hikaru will get you. I mean, because I,
1: mean, like, I mean, if we're rolling with that, angels have sentience. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Hikaru's coming for you. She's got your number. <laughs> uh,
2: that final shot of because Mercedes, you were saying like earlier, you were you were kind of you were crying during the uh, during kind of the reunion scenes and stuff. And those were very either. emotional, and I was into them, but I I was i'm cold and hard and i got (laughs) i was okay but for some freaking reason that final shot of their two angels like up on a shelf like hugging each other and looking very happy i teared up i was like shit they got me it's it's they got me right at the end
1: between that and hikaru helping athena up and like cradling her Mm -hmm. tear Mm -hmm. city weeping yeah that was nice weeping like i was slicing a pile of onions i (laughs) i mean it it, it, it's it's a very tender end and like honestly i it what this anime has reinforced is that i really wish that there were more female centric battle shonen series Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. oh absolutely that were just like Tinder like this where the power of your heart is equal to the power of a fist. You know, I mean, you just have characters that are girls, but like they're, they're, they're different types of how to be feminine and how to be female. And you really should watch Sailor Moon.
2: You really I, should watch ninety six Like
1: <laughs> I'm just, I'm getting the vibe that Sailor Moon might be my jam and it I think like, you'd like it. Mercedes. Yeah. Mercedes you and me sailor moon newbie watch oh my god please please i would (laughs) absolutely because like i i I desperately like after this i feel this like weird i'm hungry for like can i get another group of like young women girls Mm -hmm. who Mm -hmm. like represent different kinds of femininity and their heart is their secret power like Mm -hmm. can i get that please
2: uh I would also point out that Crunchyroll is starting to license and release pre-cures, which is also excellent. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I hear what you mean. Like, and, and definitely I think, cause I think the magical girl genre, um, especially uh, the ones that are actually targeted at, you know, uh, young, young girls and, and yeah. femmes, um, I think they do that exceedingly well um but i i but it's also a different it's also a different vibe than like this which to me is more like a sports show and i i really do wish we had more we had more lady-led sports anime um you should mm -hmm. also watch shikai Fudu while we're here giving recommendations i think you'd
1: really like that one too. because because like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of shonen anime that have women and it's funny because Mm -hmm. before we recorded i mentioned to d how much i like keijo and keijo is I like it a lot. The reality is is that you cannot read Keijo with a feminist lens it from a Japanese I, perspective.
0: Yo, know, you'd be surprised how popular it is. One of our first articles was about
1: Keijo. I mean, like I, and this is not a Keijo podcast, so I'm gonna make myself stop because I <laughs> talk forever about how much I love it. But like it's it's aimed at it's aimed at a male identified audience. And mm-hmm. I and and whereas mm-hmm. I know Angelic Lair is also, it feels like it is speaking to young girls on such a yeah. deep level, and 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 I'll say credit to Keijo, it spoke to like me on a deep level.
0: <laughs>
2: we, I know, I know, I know a lot of, um, I know a lot of, of women and femmes who enjoyed Keijo a lot. So yeah. you're not yeah. alone in that. And
1: yeah. I, I just, I want more. I really want more things like that because anime is for everyone. And like, I mm-hmm. would kill for like another female-centric battleship yeah bring it on please that's
2: not that's not like relentlessly you know sexualized yeah. and objectified <laughs> yeah. Because, that, you know, yeah we're that's then all, all wearing saddle bikinis good. and their and their boobs are flopping around right. separate of one another right
1: right <laughs> Great. well a, a lot so of these sort of... It of... Clear, is it's not sexual I'll... yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah um so because a lot of these sort of similar series i i think of it as Similar to Yu Gi Oh and Bakugan and yeah. all those sorts of sh- other sorts of shows, which in which female characters are generally support characters or they're right. like peripheral. Ba- the Bakugan anime actually had to create new female characters because the manga didn't have any. Wow.
1: Um,
0: and like there are gen, like there are are genuine lessons. They are they are toy commercials partially, right. but also like there's so much that you can take from like the joy of, of competition and defeat and Mm -hmm. like, and victory and the, the bonds you form through, through those things, both with your allies and with your rivals and sportsmanship and all that sort of stuff. Like that are really, really great takeaways. And I'm not saying girls can't like those, but they're not really invited. in.
1: I don't, I don't, I don't feel invited in by a lot of sports anime for a lot of reasons. I'm not an athletic person, mm-hmm. so I already feel like, oh, well, I'm not. I don't know a lot about sports, so mm-hmm. I feel like I don't have this insider knowledge. And Angelic, yeah. Lair, Angelic Lair might be one of my favorite sports anime. I'm not going to lie. I yeah. really like it. No, I think it. that's
0: fair. I, I'm it, totally it, with you.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, it. I felt very spoken to. And I mean, you know, I, I recently turned 28 this this would have definitely rocked my world as, like, a Mm 12-year-old, but even at 28, like, I still felt like, yeah, it is okay to like feminine things, and actually feminine things can be really powerful, and being kind can be Mm -hmm. really cool, and Mm -hmm. it it just, like, I just wish there were more series that invited me in like Mm -hmm. this series did. Yeah for absolutely yeah. um
0: and the fact that it is like angelic Lair is so like female dominated that like yeah. misaki and doesn't have to fight for a place like series where where girls enter more masculine spaces and like find a place for them those are great and important in their own way but like the fact that misaki is instantly included instantly yeah. at home there I mean she um, has a seat at the table Angela already. Ray. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's great. Like so yeah, Angelic Lair. So is Angelic Lair feminist or not? I, <laughs> Damn it, Caitlin. Yeah. No. <laughs> We're not allowed to ask that question. I mean, like
1: like you know what, I am gonna answer that. I think Angelic Lair is deeply feminist. I think I which which I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, a lot of Clamp's works are not what I would call feminist. No. Um, but like Angelic Lair it actually, it's, it's here to say like young girls have power and that power is being who you are. Mm -hmm. And like that power is their creativity because Angelic Lair is a deeply creative game. And that's what I actually liked is, you know, young AFAB girls, young AFAB children are often told, Hey, you're a girl. Your imagination is worth nothing. It's silly. It's whimsical, Mm -hmm. you know, leave childish things behind Angelic lair is wholly a game where your imagination is your power. Mm-hmm. Like whether that's in designing your angel or dressing them or moving them and fighting, mm-hmm. imagination is really critical. And I actually really like that the series deeply embraces something that people who identify as female are mm-hmm. made fun of for and says, No, mm-hmm. this is the coolest thing possible. I yeah, love it. like I love you it. can
0: you can dress your doll up in cute curly clothes. Yeah, And they will, and still fight with them. And if you don't yeah. want to dress your doll up in cute, girly clothes, that's also okay.
1: Yeah. Cause and, <laughs> and that's, actually that's the remarkable thing too. Like no one's ever body shamed in this anime, which mm-hmm. was just so nice. Uh, and like, like the, the, I mean, with like, the episode
0: with the, the tall girl yeah, whose name oh, I have yeah. also forgotten. Um, I think it was like Chinatsu. I don't know. But like, yeah. She, she talks but, um, about that happening to her, but the yeah. show itself does. The show itself right. is very right. sad. It is. It is about how her learning to accept herself, and she has made this angel that resembles herself. Yeah. Um and I think that is like part of her sort of trying to figure out like how she is going to live with the fact that she is tall. Yes, yeah, so and right. that boy was super rude looking up at her going right. You're huge because the yeah. subtitle said, "Oh wow, you're tall," but like he says, like dick high. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's he's like huge. he's like huge, massive. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean. So I'm, I'm gonna just like for anyone listening. Yeah, it's deeply feminist, and like it makes it makes me it makes me want to write about this show. Like it's just so inspiring. <laughs> do not
0: steal my article idea. No, <laughs> I will. Thank no, no. you. No. you guys will have to fight in the
2: lair we'll take this to the lair okay. um i i would definitely agree that this is i think this is a show that is engaging with feminist themes um at least to a point intentionally so because again it actually does i mean it straight up calls out in some of those early episodes like the idea that like girls can't be fighters um you know right. the one with the boy. yeah um i think it is i think it is extremely engaging with feminist themes in an early 2000s way um yeah which is not which isn't even to say that it's like exceptionally backwards or has aged like really poorly it's just there are definitely some places where it is it can get gender essentialist um and talk about and again like again the stuff with uh kotaro and tamayo like this idea of like boys and girls are fundamentally different kind of thing you know caitlin you were talking about how nice it is that misaki doesn't necessarily have to like fight for a place on this field Mm -hmm. um but you kind of see that with Angelic Lair with the one boy who likes it early and people are like, it's weird that you like this. Yeah. And, the show says, and the show says, no, it's not weird. It's okay. Like the show overall, I think is is trying to be more welcoming. But I think the, I think the series exists Angelic layer exists in a world that is, that is dominated by women to the point where guys don't necessarily feel like they can join in. Yeah. As we, as we move into the 2020s, I hope we see more series with uh like more sports series and Shonen with, you know, active like female protagonists and yeah. female characters who are like, who are co-protagonists or what have you. But I also kind of, I like the, you know, kind of looking at like the gender balance and the gender neutrality where like everybody is involved and gender never even comes into the conversation yeah um, for shows like this I think that could be I think that we're you know we're kind of hitting a point where that would be really nice to see which is because I've mentioned it every week so I just should do it again (laughs) one of the things I like about Pokemon Um, (laughs) is but but, I mean like because Caitlin and Mercedes you guys were talking about shows that invite you in and I think that it is one that that does a a much better job of Mm -hmm. reaching out to of reaching out like across genders yeah. Yeah. I agree. But 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 even then the fact that the fact that Ash is the lead character and that has been that was established in season right. 1 means that like by and large the girls get really really good character arcs and really good stories they don't they never get the final climax because they, that has to be Ash's thing is like the big tournament. Right. Theme, which nobody cares about, but well, that's, I shouldn't say nobody. That was rude. Um, <laughs> but but I, get to that, <laughs> our, I get to that point. I'm like, no, but the climax happened like three episodes ago with this other storyline. So I'm not <laughs> sure what this is for, but I think having shows, I think more shows like what Angelic Lair is doing in yeah. the modern era would be really nice yeah, to see. Like, I would love to see us Pokemon spinoff show where the main character is a girl or hell, a non-binary person.
0: That would be amazing. All right. Final thoughts.
1: I mean, overall, like this anime is a solid mm-hmm. four out of five stars. It's good. It's really good. It's really good. Um, I've got to say, that's not influenced by the fact that Summer 2020 was so bereft of good anime for me to watch. <laughs> it it genuinely is good. And it's actually really refreshing to see an anime from, what it was from o3 17 years later, be just as powerful as I think it would have been mm. at the time. It's really nice. I mean, there's, you know, there's differences in culture. We've changed a lot of how we view gender mm-hmm. and identity. It's still really powerful. It's still really good. And I really yeah. think everyone should watch it.
2: I, I I, think I would, I think I would throw this at like preteens pretty easily. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, with, I, there's still a few caveats. The age gap relationship teasing is weird and bad. Um, and I think it's, I think the way it, I think the way it grapples with uh, disability and ableism is uh,
1: it's not imperfect. Time.
2: It is, it is imperfect, but it is, I think it is coming from a place of sympathy and compassion and a, and more of a focus right. on accessibility than like magic cures. And so in that, in that regard, I, I, you know, I think that there is some value that can be taken from it. It's
0: definitely trying on that front. And once again, I keep saying this. If anyone wants to write an article about how this show handles disability. Oh, yeah. uh, Pitch it, please. please. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. We would accept that pitch so fast. Please. So fast. Um, (laughs) Because there are so few anime that really explicitly handle disability the way that this one does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I and that really like try that. in the way that it does yeah uh, so i would i would love to have like a full oh, article would love on it, it. Would mm-hmm. from from someone who has like uh who had deals with that with their own life instead of like having some proxy experience like me and mercedes yeah. Or again,
2: or again, I mean, I, you know, I have like chronic pain type stuff, but I, to me, that's yeah. pretty different from, it's a, just a different experience than what Shugo right. yeah. has, yeah. Has. so, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, um, oh, I was saying that I would, I was saying that like, I think you could, you could give this to pre-teams mm-hmm. really easily. I think it's a little bit of a harder sell for an older audience. Um, Not that you can't get into it, but I do think, I think that final, I think that first six episodes is a little rough because it's kind of directionless and it's just angel fights and you really have to be dedicated to the angel fights. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it goes, I think it goes valuable places, but I could see it being a a tougher sell for an older audience because of that. But I really, the things I really like about Angelic Lair is some of the, like we've talked about a lot of the ideas it is engaging with and I would like to see more shows like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will not say that I was absolutely over the moon in love with Angelic Layer. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would after the first like four or five episodes. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, I I enjoyed it you a lot. You were
0: not into those first few episodes. Really, really <laughs> wasn't. No, I was I was worried about
2: this watch along. Um, no, by the end of it, I liked it a lot. I but again, I th- I think that I think it provides a model for what a lot of other shows can and should do, mm-hmm. and I would love to see more shows like Angelic Layer.
0: Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. So my sister just announced that she is having a girl. Wow. But anyway, um, my sister hates anime, but if I can wreak my terrible influence on this niece, yeah. uh, <laughs> I will, I will definitely encourage her to try out angelic Lair. Yeah.
2: It's too bad. The dub isn't a little bit easier to listen to other Mercedes. You got through the whole yeah. thing. So yeah. it's not, it, it's watchable. Yeah. Um, it,
1: it it is and actually credit to the dub team. It does improve in this final arc. Like it actually felt Misaki stopped sounding quite so wooden at times. Mm-hmm. Um Hatako also kind of sounded more like a kid, not like an adult doing a kid voice, but like more mm-hmm. actually kind of like a kid. So it, mm-hmm. it smooths out. She's she's not a kid, she's a thousand year old spirit. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> She's as old as the dust of the planet she walks. Like, yes. <laughs> but yes. like I, I think the dub has that like two thousands era spice that you can't get nowadays because everything's sure. so polished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's good.
0: Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> um if I were I mean, even like the first few episodes, if um like one of the the school age kids kid classes at my pre at the preschool where i i work and i'm going to keep saying i work at it even though i am still technically unemployed because i am going back um uh they have movie days sometimes and this could be one of my suggestions is like let's let's watch angela claire so it's good uh watch it yourself share it with your young uh, acquaintances. If they're to this part in the podcast and they haven't
2: been watching it, this has been a weird experience I'm, for them. I was going to say, like, you've got uh, a lot Yeah, that's
0: true. It. It's, it is a watch-along. It's good. Uh, and watch out for my article on it, unless that comes out before this. I think watch Yay. out for
1: all of our articles on it, because, like... <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely stuff to talk about. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, this was super fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm really glad this worked out so well it's always a little nerve-wracking getting a different uh team together for a podcast but i feel like we work really work together yeah, it's um, yeah this it was great yeah it was great to have you
1: on mercedes welcome
0: mm-hmm. welcome to the watch along teams
1: yeah like as my inaugural watch along this was a really really fun experience and like i definitely want to do more watch alongs um mm-hmm. it's it's fun sharing a really good and thoughtful show with really good and thoughtful feminists There's just Mm -hmm. so much feminist joy I felt throughout all of this. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, if you felt joy as well from listening to this, uh, check out our website at animefeminist.com. Our Twitter, twitter.com slash animefeminist. Our Tumblr, uh, .tumblr animefeminist.tumblr.com. Our Facebook, facebook.com slash animefem. If you want to support us without paying money, you can like our podcast we can tweet about our stuff if you do have some money to throw our way it would be very much appreciated because um running a website is very expensive especially when you want to pay everyone involved um and we do so, which yeah which we do so you can donate to our patreon patreon.com slash anime feminist uh even a dollar uh will help those pledges add up. And if you donate $5 a month, you get access to our discord, which is super cool and fun. Um, it is, I mean, it is a great community um, that I really enjoy being a part of and yeah. you might enjoy being part of it too. So thank you for listening, Annie fam. And remember to let your angel
1: <laughs> wings guide you to your. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs>